hey, sometimes, sometimes you got shit to do and you just got to get it done. Dad Corner. Woodworking. Barbecuing. Beating the little one. <laughs> wait, wait, the kid? Uh, who knows? The little oh, one. <laughs> Do you know what happens when you step on a grape? What? Nothing. But he lets out a little whine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Stupid. That one, I, I give that one, oh, I'm going to give that one like a 7.3. Yeah, I'll, I'll go I a little, like I'll it. go a little higher, I'll go 8. I didn't know where it was going, but I, I like the finish. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was good. All right, boys. Well, uh, welcome back to Dads on Dayquil. This is episode two. Big week last week. Uh, now we're back for some more fun and games. Let's uh, introduce ourselves. I'm Jordan, also known as The Gnome. I'm Josh, The Dome. I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stoned. All right, boys. Well, let's uh, hop right in and uh, let's get into some dad life. I got I got two stories for you guys this week. So the first one involves my wife but it counts as a dad story because she's pregnant and it actually has to do with her pregnancy so we're sitting there the other day she orders some uh, stuff off of either you know the book of faces or amazonian or whatever it is that she ordered it from but it's basically like she got scheme trapped into seeing an ad and like oh i gotta have this right (laughs) so okay whatever so she says this is what i got it came in the mail let me do my uh America's top pregnant model for you and I'm like all right chance to see some nakey nake let me get on this couch and watch this right so she's got two blouses and they've got those uh, uh they look like a normal dress blouse like you'd wear to a meeting except for she can pop a titty out to feed the baby when it's ready right so it's it's all good but the but the creme de la creme comes with this so she got these shorts, jean shorts, and they've got little rips in them to be all like fashiony. And it's got this waistband that's probably, I don't know, four or five inches. I don't know, bigger uh, than we, me. We all, but, know, we all know what waistband it is. Uh, right, right, okay. <laughs> it's been a while for me, okay, man? So anyway, it's got this big waistband, but I'm looking at these shorts and I'm like, man, those shorts look short. I'm like, those look like Daisy Dukes. And she's like, no, I don't think so. So she proceeds, you know, she just strips down. She's in her underwear and, and her top, and she's putting these shorts on, and she is struggling, <laughs> like, trying to get these things on. And they looked like the right size. But as she's, like, wedging, just jumping and pulling and jumping and pulling, and I'm just, like, I'm losing it. I'm cackling at this point, right? So then she stands up. She goes, I don't know if I can get these on all the way. And they're, like, they're on, but they look awkward. And she starts to try and walk, and she's got this waddle going because she can't walk, right? Because they're just constricting her thighs. So she's like, let me try it again. Let me try it again. So she takes them off, looks at them real quick, gives them a glance over like that's going to change anything, puts them right back on, and does the same thing. And she's like, you know what? Fuck this, and starts walking off with her little waddle in her Daisy Dude shorts. I was was like, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. I was just waiting for, you know, she's trying to pull them up. She bends over and... Oh, that rip, rips <laughs> him or falls over. Rips. Yeah, been fantastic. So, so then my other story. So, I'm taking my son to his uh, jujitsu class, and you know, so he's twelve, like twelve and a half. So we're driving, and you know, kids say weird shit. Doesn't matter what age they are, but sometimes it's just off the wall. 
So we're driving, and he's like, oh, I saw a cat with wings today. And i like, driving, and I look over at him. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean, a cat with wings? Where did you see All this? Right. And he's like, well, I saw it on YouTube, which parents out there listening, yeah, be careful with your YouTube and your children, depending on their age, because they can get down a rabbit hole real fast. Mm. Oh, yeah. But it continues. He's like, you know, telling me, like, these goats and whatever and stuff like that. And then he just, it's silence for a second, and he goes, you know, when I'm older, I'm going to splice a dog and a cat and a bird all together. <laughs> and I just sat there and I scratched my head and I was like, so will uh, it chase itself and then try to fly away while also chasing itself while trying to fly away? Like, how would that work? And all I could picture was this like dumb drawing that a nine-year-old could draw up yeah. of like this dog, like cat dog, like the cartoon, yeah. but with some bird wings. And I'm just like, where the hell do you come up with this shit? That's amazing. You know, like what if what if like the griffins and all these other like uh like these you know things they found in like ancient cultures were just kids going I created this in my memory and they're like shut the fuck up and go like tend to the fields like you're supposed to <laughs> and we're over here like these people believed they believed in these animals they were spiritual guides yeah. and it's like this kid like look at this dad <laughs> And that's going to be your son with that fucking animal in the future. And the aliens find this world and they're like, huh, that sign says Corona 2020. I wonder what happened here. And they find that and they go, this is what they worship. <laughs> some some feline canine bird. What is this? Is it a bird of prey? Is it a feline? Is it a canine? I don't know. It, yes, it's all of them. Oh, what, do you, what do you got, Josh? So I have the ever ongoing struggle. Right. And I think we can all contest this. At some point, we have all dealt with this as parents. Um, so the other day I go to go into the bathroom. Just got to do a quick number one. Lift up the lid, which is a miracle in itself that it's down to begin with, to be honest with you. Fair point. <laughs> Second I open the lid, this wave of anxiety hits me. Because there is probably about 17 pounds of toilet paper. Just chilling, mounted up, just mounted up. And you're already doing dad calculations. There you go. There you go. I'm like, all right, so uh, now is this because my kid got happy and created like an accident, was trying to clean it up himself? Is there something stuck underneath it? Is there a toy in here, which we've had happen multiple times? I mean, I've had cell phones, toy cell phones, not real cell phones, toy cell phones. I've had uh, play boots from like the little dolls. I've had different balls, different types of balls, uh, both the little playhouse plastic ones and otherwise. Yeah, I mean, it's an adventure here. So in my head, I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? I really don't want to reach in and grab this. Clearly, go get some gloves. I get, I get the gloves on. I start messing around inside, figuring out what's going on, slowly like flushing it one at a time to make sure that it goes down, right? Luckily, there was no toy. There was no toy, right? Get everything to go down. The first person I go to is my son. Grayson, what happened? Why was there so much toilet in the toilet bowl? Well, um, I just wanted to see what it would look like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at that moment i turned around and walked away i had nothing i was done as a dad in that exact moment i was done mm-hmm. i just wanted mm-hmm. to see what it looked like yep i, I, feel, I feel you yeah oh. that was that was brutal oh. I, i've been in that position too where 
I'm like, what happened? And they just, they give you this answer and you just look and you go, you know what? I, I, I need to go do something. I need to go do something right now. Real fast. <laughs> hey, what are you drinking? Uh, what is uh, we got a uh, Bud Light seltzer, no. uh, lemon lime. Because oh, uh, this is the only damn thing we have in the fridge and it's actually not that bad. This, gotta say. That's gayer than my drink. This is the part we uh, cut you out now. You're done. You're fired. You got it. You're fired. Uh, the stoned has left the podcast for good, so. <laughs> yeah. I gotta run to the dispensary. I'd be right back. <laughs> all right. Well, we could sit there and argue beers all day, um, but let's let's hop into our first topic this week, boys. Um, so we're going to go with a top five list, but what we're going to do on this one is we're going to say our top five for each of us instead of arguing a top five or compiling a top five. And so what we're going to go with is your top five summer nostalgias, things that make you, you know, summer's approaching. Maybe you're already in summer. Not my wife, guys. We're talking about the season. Sure. Okay, thanks. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna we're gonna discuss things that make you think of the season, summer, and things that get you excited. So AJ, I'm gonna throw it to you first. Um, when I was thinking about this, I was like, you know, just going back to childhood and just thinking about top five things from my childhood. What set? What screams summer nostalgia? Besides being in a fucking track system and having to go to school in 120 degrees and that bullshit. <laughs> I think probably number one was being with my best friend Joey and just every day. like And him and his fa- his whole family. Every day we were together. We were getting into trouble, riding bites. Uh, we would go over to this like dump that was behind our house and we'd like ride bikes in there and we found this fort that was in there one time and we we obviously knew this was like older kids because there was like porn magazines in there and we were like oh, I watch I watch Skinamax you know when my parents go to bed because they left the parental controls off and this is kind of like a newspaper thing and this is interesting and we would like get in trouble and we like took those newspapers and or we took those like magazines and stuff and we were like you know, just like going crazy, like, oh my gosh, look what we found in here. And I, I always think back to that and I'm like, you know, there's probably some fucking really angsty teenagers that are going there like, let's look at, hey, let's go look at that guy's mom. Oh, let's look at the fucking mag. <laughs> what the, what the, what the fuck? Where's my fucking magazine jerk off? God damn it. So I always think about that and going out and just hanging out with my buddy Joey and his family. Um, I can't not put uh, living in Fargo, North, North Dakota on there. And being at our North what? North North Dakota. North Dakota. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Oh, yeah. Thank you. You betcha. So uh, going back to North Dakota and um, being at uh, Mary Lou's Lake, being on that lake in the middle of summer, listening to the loons at midnight, and just hearing all the bugs around, watching the northern lights, watching the sunset go down at like 10 at night, which is like really weird anywhere else but for some reason it works up there like that um another one i got is cliff jumping and it's something that i kind of want to get back into i miss cliff jumping i used to go do it all the time during high school in my early 20s and uh, i used to go to nelson's landing out in colorado river were you Uh, in high school in your early 20s is that what you're saying no uh i used to go a lot in high school and in my early 20s. oh okay okay Okay. good good to know good to know billy but i did get held back a little bit (laughs) Um, the teacher said I was so smart. They really needed to like gauge how smart I was, and they needed—they needed, they needed me to do the test twice. Essentially, you know, that's, that's what they told me about it, and I feel better. 
You, um, you do know but, you do know that your body is a lot different now than when you were in high school <laughs> and in your twenties. So you know when you go to do these cliff jumps, like the injury factor is exponentially different, right? Starts like higher. Yeah. Start, I, let's, starts. Let's small. go with a diving board. Let's start with I a think, diving board first. I think my fat is the same amount as I was in high school. It doesn't and as long as as long cushion. as I don't belly flop, I'm good to go. It's not like go. an airbag. Good to go. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. You got all this, all this love. No. All this love. The only, hit, baby, the only you know? thing that does we is make hit a that bigger water, sound. I'm going to be like, I don't I don't break my bones, but ow, that hurt like shit. <laughs> but yeah, like I've, I've, re- I've been really thinking about maybe going out to Nelson's one of these days and go cliff jumping again. That was a lot of fun. Right. Nice. Um, road trips. I'd go with road trips. Def- I'd go with definitely, trips. Definitely road trips are a big one. Going to Phoenix and seeing our cousin Heidi all the time. You're gonna um, make her think that she's gonna have a reoccurring role every week if we keep saying her name. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta stop. Just like, not even on purpose either. No, it just Heidi's happens. gonna be like, "I'm in two episodes, bitches. I'm the best in the family. What's up? Where's my royalties?" I'm like, "Well, uh, we don't you even get royalties. Your royalties. You owe us money for these microphones. Already. You owe us yeah. money for you know all the debt I'm in. Uh, number and the last one I got is uh, the ice cream truck." Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't think about summer and not think about listening to the ice cream truck coming around and going, oh my gosh, like, I, I gotta scrounge for all this change real quick and thinking you have like 30 seconds until he passes your house. Even though he's like up two blocks down the street and is going like two miles an hour, you're like, I got 30 seconds, let me go, oh my god. And, you know, and dad's screaming at you, that's a $20 bill, and I'm like, I'll get you something, I promise. <laughs> Running outside and coming back like, so, I bought a pop gun, um, I bought some, uh, <clears throat> Lucas, um, I got uh, a bunch of popsicles. I bought my friends some popsicles. Um, you owe them another three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the best one at the ice cream truck was the uh, the ice cream sandwiches that had like the wrestling figures on them. Oh yeah, oh those were so good. They're good. Yeah. I always so good. I always like the ones with the gumballs on the bottom. Uh, yeah. The gumball, the gumball was nasty. It would only last like two seconds, but yeah. man, like I but can it was still a taste fantastic it. two seconds. Yes, absolutely. I had one of those the other day. It was a, it was a Captain America shield, Ooh. and I was like, oh, like I'm so excited for the gumball in the middle, and then exactly two seconds, yeah. I was like, yeah, these shit. haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what what about you, Josh? What do you got for your uh, your five? So I, I I've named them a little differently, but uh, some of them are kind of similar. So my first one is garden hose. Like right off the bat, the second I think of summer, I think of that beautiful crystal clear water coming out of that green hot hose. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and the taste, mm-hmm. just and the, the t- yeah, the t- it had just a little bit of a, of a metal taste <clears throat> to it, but it was fantastic. And you could do everything with it. You'd squirt each other with it. You'd drink from it. You'd bathe from it. It didn't matter. Oh, yeah. Garden oh, hose, yeah. number five for me. Number four for me is cut grass. So for a few mm-hmm. different reasons, because my dad worked as a landscaper for a while, and and I would go on jobs with him every once in a while back east in New Jersey, and that smell just it rings something different for me. Um, and, it, well, and, and here where we live and, you know, here in Arizona and AJU in Vegas, you don't get the same grass. Like when I go to my parents in Montana, the yeah. first thing I do when I get to my parents' house, they're on two acres of grass, is I said, when, when can I cut the grass? And they look at me like I'm crazy, but it'd be like, you know, I don't get grass. I don't get to cut it. The smell, it's just, it's that, just like you were saying, that nostalgia. And then when they tell you to piss off, you just go and rub your face on it for 20 minutes, right? 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, number number three for me are are bomb pops. So this is mm-hmm. the same ice cream, but it's it's specific to the bomb pops because specific. Yes, very specific to the bomb pops because we would never get them anytime else other than summer. Like winter right. was always different desserts for us. Like my family was really weird about that. We 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 had certain ones that were all year long, but but that treat there was very specific to summertime very very yeah. specific to summertime and and everybody knows the red white and blue pop like everybody yeah. even kids today know the red white and blue pop and each color has a distinct taste Flavor. yes it. yes it's it, it's it's oh it's so good yeah, everybody eats it differently too like I have, I have one kid that will only eat it from top to bottom and then I have my other youngest Grayson who will eat it from the middle like what a weirdo. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> and then he struggles because, of course, he eats the middle, and then what happens? Yeah. It's going to fall apart. Exactly. So uh, <sighs> number two for me is grandma's house. And uh, my grandmother's house is is very special because that's where I spent most of my summers as a young kid. And that's where, you know, all my friends and cousins were. We would go to the beach. But her house specifically had just this smell to it. Um, yep. it's that grandma smell. It's that comfort, you know, and then, uh, we, we would, call that mothballs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and everything, <laughs> everything that comes with it too, though, like the mothballs, that couch that we, we've talked about this before the ugly, you know, golden yep. brown flowered yep. couch with yep. the hard, hard armrests, you know, but you could sleep 100%. on it for hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my number one, my absolute number one, and people call these different things, but lightning bugs or fireflies oh yeah 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 yeah. hands down my number one i absolutely love them Uh, they you know i remember being a kid chasing them trying to catch them in jars and uh you know some of my some of my best memories came around those uh those kind of moments catching fireflies and lightning bugs yeah yeah that's i like that one i like that one all right well let me uh let me ring off my top five here let's see what you Uh, got one, two, three, four, five. All right, so some of mine blend together, but I'm trying to think of, uh, I know it's nostalgic, so it's, sometimes it's your past, but it's also the present. So my five that I have, and I don't have them in any particular order. I didn't five through one, but um, if I if I had to go over them, I would say number five, especially living where we live, same with you, AJ, is thunderstorms and monsoon season. Yeah, I hate I yeah. hate having to drive because my work is 35 miles apart. So when I see monsoon when I'm driving, I get a little sketchy because it, it can get bad in a hurry. Oh yeah, but but when I'm at home and you know a good thunderstorm's brewing up and it's coming, just the sound you know you get that that petrichor smell yeah, in the air. Nothing like that and, smell once the clouds start uh, rolling in and the winds uh, start blowing yeah. the, the and dust. It, and if and you get pollen, a good one, yeah. yeah. If you get a good one with that lightning, it, it's just, it's cool. Um, if I had to go with number four, I would say the beach. Uh, we normally go, like we discussed last week yep. for 4th of July. We didn't get to go this year. Uh, we're, we're planning on going next month because um, her sister's going to come out to her aunt's house. We're going to go to Redondo maybe in a month. Uh, at the beginning of August and just the beach the feel of it I just you know you we walk up there with our backpack chairs you set it down you just plant your ass in the chair and and your toes are in the sand I mean it's like the Zach Brown band song and it's just this comfort it's not hot it's like 72 degrees 73 you get the breeze from the water blowing on you and it's just 
uh, it's just a, a fantastic well, it's a, feeling. It's a whole mood. You got the waves crashing around. Yep. You, you've usually had there's usually some type of animals close by. You know yep. whether you get some dolphins out for for you for where you're going. Some dolphins yep. out in the ocean a little bit and the sand there's nothing like that sand feeling between your toes that warm feeling on your butt crack as you fall into the sand absolutely yeah yeah so i'm gonna go in this order on it so the next one i have sunscreen Uh, (laughs) you get the right sunscreen just the smell like i love you get some of that banana boat um or copper tone the smell of sunscreen when you put it on it's just like, hey, it's time. We're, we're going to the beach. We're going to the pool. It's just that smell and that feeling. I, I don't know what it is about sunscreen, but when it's when it's coming summertime, I love the sunscreen. Uh, which brings me to number... I'm going to say number two on this one and, and save number one. Number two is cold treats. So it kind of goes along with your theme, but it could be anything. It could be, you know, at the end of the day... You get done at the beach, you get done at the pool, you're a little bit um, sunburnt, exhausted, you know, you're just, you're just kind of tired, but nothing sounds better than going to like DQ or to Froyo or even to the gas station mm-hmm. or, yeah. or the, yeah. the ice cream man and yep. getting that, that cold treat. And I mean, for me, it'd be like that soft serve when you, when you get like Dairy Queen or you get, you get Froyo and it's cause I don't like my ice cream hard. I like it nice and like soft and not quite runny, but right around there. And man, but number one for me, uh, I guess it's kind of a compiled number one. Number one would be pools, but specifically it'd be kind of like you said, Josh, my grandma's house. It's, yeah. it's an escape. It's in the middle of Henderson, which is just on the outskirts of Vegas. There's busy things all around it, traffic all day, people all day. But when you're at my grandma's house and you got the pool outside and it's just, it feels like you're somewhere else. It feels like you've escaped. And Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Like I know when I walk in the smell, the sight, you see the pool, you know, you know, grandma's going to tell you that take your clothes off and get in your suit because the clothes that you have on are going in the load of the washer right now. And I need to get that done. (laughs) And then, you know, there's going to be food. Uh, at my grandma's house, it's questionable if the food is still good, but, uh, but it's there. And, and, but it's there. I, and when you I say, tell it? when I, yeah, I'm going to say it. When, when I say it's questionable, she has this really nice China hutch, right? And it recently broke on the inside one of the shelves. And let me tell you what. So it's got this nice glass, crystal, wine glasses, you name it. It's in there, right? And then there's a box just this plain cardboard box of mac and cheese that sits in this china hutch and the reason for it and if you look at it it's missing part of its cardboard because that piece of cardboard is stuck inside of her cabinet we found this box of mac and cheese i believe six years ago so we're talking 2014 it expired in 2000 i believe and it had scooby-doo on it, oh, which no. our cousin or my cousin Matt, AJ's brother Matt, was mm-hmm. huge into Scooby Doo. It was in the back of her pantry, stuck to the wall, and it said like <laughs> ex- expiration December thirteenth, two thousand. And we Damn. found this in two thousand fourteen. So we've made a vow that that thing's gonna sit in the china hutch until my grandma passes away. At which point we're gonna make it, and we all have to eat 
a piece of the mac and cheese, which yeah. she to, might outlive us. So, <laughs> yeah. To, to give some perspective, that mac and cheese was like, you know, when movies and shows do like promotions with cereal, mac cheese, and stuff, yeah, and they put their face on them. That was a Scooby Doo mac and cheese, either from. No, no, it, wouldn't, it wasn't from the movie. It was before the it Scooby-Doo was cartoon. movies. It was, it was the cartoon movies, the Zombie Island and the Witch one. Oh, yeah. wow. It was one of those two. So we're talking some age on that mac and cheese. Why, yeah. why is it Why is it that old people do that? I, I had an aunt that would Oh, it's still buy, good. It's still yeah, good. Yeah. Like, they don't care. I had an aunt that would buy uh, all kinds of chocolates, like, the week, the day after, Valentine's Day, Halloween, stuff like that. Because she swore up and down that it wouldn't go bad. Like, it's chocolate. Mm-hmm. Chocolate never goes bad. But you would open it, and the chocolate, the milk chocolate, would be completely white and powdery. Mm. Yeah. Nastiness. Nasty. I don't understand it. Mary Lou was like that. Uh, speaking, like, back to Mary Lou's leg, we, we had this aunt that lived in Minnesota. Our aunt and uncle, uh, they um, – the, the summers there were just, like, fantastic and – it holds so much to me, but one of the one of my strongest memories was going to Mary Lou and being like, "Hey, uh, you know, can, uh, what can we have for lunch?" And she's like, "Oh, go look in the fridge. I think there's like some uh, like cheeseburgers that you know you bought in like a package in the freezer or something or, or fridge." And I uh, looked at it and I was like, "Yeah, you know, this looks pretty good." And I microwaved it and and I took a bite and I looked on the inside and just the whole bun was like just green oh. and I was like, Bleh! and it just like spat it out and I was like, "What the fuck?" is this and i was like okay. penicillin baby okay. and i'm allergic to amoxicillin so that ain't good no. for me at all so i'm like fuck what the hell and so i show mary lou and she's like what that didn't happen I, this how could that happen and i was like well i don't know like let's check the rest of them i checked the rest of them they had been expired for over a year Whoa. so they've been in, in her fridge Ooh. for like over a year so i was like you know I got my OCD's coming out. I'm going to check and see what else is expired in here because I don't want us dying oh, that's over a rabbit something. Hole. So I opened up the cabinet to start there, and I spent a half hour going, look at that. <laughs> and it was just cans of soup from, like, 1980. And then it becomes and a game. Had like, she had, like, cream of tartare in there that was, like, a label that looked like, you know, back in the days when fucking, you, like, just oh my god like you look at this you you think this was an ad from world war Two, like just the posting on it you're like how how do you think this is still good let's read the label oh 73 73 so it's packaged on 73 they didn't even have it at fucking expiration on here <laughs> she's like it's still good no no i don't think it's good and I, I pulled out at least three quarters of her fucking cabinet and her fridge i was like what in the hell right same thing with grandma we went through it one day and we were like hey grandma you know um six years on this this sausage roll (laughs) no it's fine it's fine oh it's okay so i it's in the freezer i had a i had a funny thought come to mind and i wanted to save it till the end of this segment when aj was going over his list and he was talking about riding the bmx bikes and finding the the dirty mags right so it just made me spark this this thought back in the day. I remember being, uh, I don't know, we'll say 16, right? And I was at the lakes with my dad, and he had, a, he had like, a, whatever it was, DirecTV or Dish or something, whatever, but he had all the channels. And what I mean is all the channels, right? Mm-hmm. So you think, <laughs> you think you know everything, and you think you're sly, like nobody's been there before, yeah. right? And so you're sitting there watching one of the channels, but you always have it 
on your little recall button. Yeah. So if somebody gets up, yeah. you just hit recall and you go to the wow. you go to your sports center, right? And you're just like, hey, nothing going on here. Don't don't mind my blanket down here, <laughs> right? So it was one of those nights, right? And I'm like, oh, cool, you know, get away with murder, nothing going on, nothing get caught. Boom, hit recall, go back to sports center, go to bed. Wake up the next day, and my dad's like, you think you're sly, huh? And I'm like, what are you talking about, Dad? He was, has the TV on, has it on Sports Center, right? He goes, huh, you know there's a button that when I click on this, boom, right back to the poor channel. Like, I got I got nothing for Bless you, Dad. Dude. I got nothing for you. Oh, so man. The first which, thing out which, of my mouth would have been, it must have been Mom. It must have been. It must have been. It must have been. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't have been me. Little old me. I don't even. What yeah. is that? I sleep. Is she all naked? Night. That's gross. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> what is he doing with that thing? That's nasty. <laughs> We've all had those Skinamax moments. Like, what's going on there? What the? What? What? What's going on in my pants? What's going on? Yeah. I don't understand, but I like it. Yeah. I think. I think. I think going through those moments is a rite of passage as a kid, though. Um. Yeah. So speaking of. Uh, of TV and talking about all that shit, it brings up TV and sports, right? So let's transition right into our sports topic. This is a big one this week for me. I'm donning my Arizona Coyotes hat and just recently announced was the resume play for playoff hockey. And what they've done this year is obviously sports with COVID kind of got canceled with the regular season. Well, the NHL came out the gate right off the bat and said, you know what? instead of just canceling the season we're going to cancel the regular season but we're going to take every team that had a chance to make playoffs with the rest of their games left which was between between 10 and 13 i believe and if they had a chance to make playoffs in those games they're going to open up in this qualifying round so what we got is we got this qualifying round of hockey that's going to be starting soon and i have the dates right here so currently you have training camps opened yesterday. They're going to travel to their hub cities on July 26th. The Western Conference will be playing in Edmonton, and then the Eastern Conference will be playing in Toronto, and only those two cities. August 1st, the Stanley Cup qualify, qualifiers, talk much, begin. So this is the round that we're going to be going over. We won't be going over any other rounds currently, but we will go on them as the playoffs go on. Phase 2 of the NHL Draft Lottery hits August 10th. The first round begins August 11th. Second round begins August 25th. September 8th is the conference finals. The Stanley Cup finals start September 22nd. So before we get into the exact playoffs, the one mention in there was the phase two of the NHL draft lottery. So the NHL draft has already happened. And what happens is if you're the last place team, unlike football, you don't automatically get the number one pick teams are put into a container and they're they draw and wouldn't you know it the number one overall pick for next year's nhl draft was a blank ball so that means that one of these teams in the qualifying round will be picking number one overall next year so they they, it excludes the top four teams in the west and the top four teams in the east but one of these teams in the East or the West will get knocked out of this qualifying round and they will also get the number one pick, which brings you to the point. You can't just tank 
for a number one pick and be promised. And I love it. Yeah. I, what are your thoughts, Josh? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's amazing. Um, I think it's going to be revolutionary. I definitely think it's going to change some things to come. Um, you know, the fact that they're giving eight additional teams a shot to uh, essentially make it into that next round is huge. You know, um, the the fact that they're having this one random team who is going to make it into the playoffs get a shot at, you know, or getting that's going to get this first round draft pick. You know, you can have a team who is set up for greatness now if it was a normal season, a full season, uh, essentially get the first round draft pick next year and, and just become a powerhouse right off the bat. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, it, it, this is unheard of, and I I yep. really hope that things continue to go smooth once we hit phase four. We get through phase three and hit phase four, and the training camps and stuff go well, and they actually get to these cities that they're supposed to be in. Um, yep. Because this this is going to be a season that will never be repeated. Period. This is going to be a playoff hey, run that'll never be repeated. Correct, and they're going to talk about, oh, maybe there should be an asterisk next to the team that wins. And I think they're only saying that if it's one of these teams that wouldn't have made it if the season actually ended, when realistically it's like, no. Yeah, you could put an asterisk there, but it's going to be one hell of a conversation piece. Well, exactly. I mean, yeah, I actually I wouldn't care if they put the asterisk there. That's fine, because this is going to be a run for for the Stanley Cup that we've never seen before teams are going to have to push themselves there are yep. there are teams that are going to have to fight through a lot more than any normal playoff run and it's going to be exciting to watch so whatever team wins it's going to deserve it Yep. So, so I'm going to give you a quick rundown. So in the West, this is how it plays out. You have your top four seeds, not in any correct order currently, because they will be playing a round robin during the qualifying round to determine their one through four seeding. You have St. Louis, the Blues. You have the Colorado Avalanche. You have the Las Vegas Pissants, or the Las Vegas Knights, however you want to talk about them. And you have the Dallas Stars. And then... In the East, your top four teams are the Boston Bruins, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Washington Capitals, and the Philadelphia Flyers. So what we're going to do here on our little segment is we're going to keep coverage of each round as it goes. And the way this goes, for you people listening, and you haven't heard AJ talk much because he's over here like, are we talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins or are we talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers? What sport are we in, boys? I know you said what NHL. The hell is what does that mean? On here? So Josh and I are going to take over and we're going to discuss these matchups in the first round real quick. And at the end of each matchup, AJ is going to give us his expert opinion on who he thinks is going to win the matchup right and we're going to keep a bracket that goes through the entire playoffs and watch this son of a bitch pick some random team and ride them all the way to the finals and raise that cup (laughs) or they'll get the number one pick overall but either way he's going to look like a genius dude this is going to be the best march madness anybody's ever fucking seen right this is going to be the best all right so let's break down this uh qualifying round robin and uh, Josh, you want to start with the East or you want to start with the West? You let me know. Uh, let's start with the East. All right, so East. Let's go with the first matchup I got here. So I have Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're the number five seed. They will be playing playing the Montreal Canadiens. They are the 12 seed. And in their season series against each other, they faced off three times before the shutdown, and Pittsburgh holds the lock two to one advantage. What are your thoughts? Um... I think it's going to be interesting. I know that, that there are quite a few 
uh, hurdles that Pittsburgh has to face already yep. um, in, ter- in terms of some sickness that they've been facing with this COVID crap. And, um, you know, Pittsburgh's also – there were a few players, I can't remember uh, exactly who they were, but I know there were a couple that came out and said they don't want to do it. Yep. You know, and that changes the dynamic, and that's what's going to be exciting about some of this stuff. Um, but Pittsburgh's also a team that you can never count out because they're super deep. Yep. And they've always been that way. And they've they um, they've won. They have players there that have won the cup, a bunch of them. And you can't count that out. As much as I, I can't stand Sidney Crosby, the dude is a phenom. And then you have Evgeny Malkin, who's another phenom. You have two of the top five, if you want to extend it and say top ten, fine. But I'll say you have two of the top five players in the world on the same yeah. team. Yeah, de- definitely. And and when when you have both those guys on the ice at the same time, they inherently make everybody else better. Right. Um, they take so much attention, uh, not only on the ice but in practice. Uh, you've you've got to pay attention to them. You got to prepare for them, and they're hard to. Yeah. So. I, and I think Montreal. I think it's a quick exit, in my opinion, for Montreal. However, uh, Carey Price is one of the best goalies in the last ten years. So he, if he's on his A game, he can help Montreal maybe squeak out a couple wins or maybe pull off a big upset like the Carolina Hurricanes did last year. So yeah. uh, me going into it, I'm going to say Pittsburgh wins it. Um, Josh, you got Pitt. You got Montreal. I'm going to say Pittsburgh, but I'm, I will say that I believe it's going to be closer than than experts are giving them okay. credit for. Them. Okay. So uh, our expert pick comes from uh, the Stoned over here. So AJ, who do you got? You got Pittsburgh. You got Montreal. <laughs> Fuck Pittsburgh. It's all about Montreal. You know why? Because right. Canada has legal weed, baby. Let's go. Oh, the Canadians in three Canada games. Canada sweeps Ooh, okay. in. Okay, I'm, hey, I'm going to write this def- down. Defense wins, I'm telling I'm gonna, you. I'm going to write this down three games for Montreal. All right, so the next matchup, we have number six, the Carolina Hurricanes, versus the number 11 seed, the New York Rangers. And I'll start off on this one real quick. Carolina came out last year with zero chance in the playoffs. They were written off from the get-go. They had to play the defending stand. Stanley Cup champions in the Washington Capitals and by God they won and then they won the next round and they made their way all the way up against Boston which then they got swept they ran out of their steam however the season series Carolina was the only team that did not vote out of all their teams they're the only team to vote down this qualifying round why do you ask why oh because Carolina and the Rangers played four times this year and the Rangers swept for nothing yeah what are you didn't didn't just sweep but dominated dominated every game and and Carolina knew going in what their matchup was going to be and so they were the only team to veto this qualifying round which of course they lost so here they are I still think personally, I think Carolina is the better team. Uh, the Rangers do have a, a, quite a bit of depth, and they have some they have some lethal weapons. Um, the goalie situation is kind of a toss up of what's going to happen. You you have Henrik Lundqvist, who's a longtime guy, but he was been kind of phasing out over the year. So it's a question of does he get the nod and maybe try and make a run at this cup in a weird playoff format. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say the New York Rangers pull this one off and move on to the next round. What do you got, Josh? So I, I'm going to agree with that. I think that uh, the Rangers were set up pretty nice before all this went down. They were only two games behind the Hurricanes in standings when everything ceased. Um, and I I believe that watching some of the way they've kind of stayed together, if you look at that team, they, they haven't really uh, drifted apart too much. Right. 
and they've continued to practice uh, very well. They've stayed healthy, um, and I really believe that they're actually going to just sweep and dominate. I think that they're one team to look out for for the whole thing, personally. But okay. we can get into that later. Our, for this matchup, definitely the Rangers. All right. Our expert pick weighs in. We have the Carolina Hurricanes versus the New York Rangers. Who you got, expert? All right, so fuck the Rangers. Uh, the Lone Ranger is one of the shittiest movies to ever come out in history. Any team's name who is named the Hurricanes after some devastating fucking force, the Rangers are getting shoved a big old cock right up. Okay. That's what's happening. All it's day. not Twister. All right. What the hell? Oh, it's going to be Twister if they shove that dick <laughs> yeah. up there. Let me tell you what. <laughs> All right, on to the next matchup. We have the number seven seed, the New York Islanders, who can't figure out what building they want to play in during the regular season against the number 10, Florida Panthers. And let me give you a little tidbit. The Panthers don't know what to expect here because they're going to have more fans, which is none, at this game than they have at their own stadium when they play. So we got the season series. Uh, let me look here. I got 3 nothing, 3-0 for the New York Islanders over the season series. Josh, I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, look, there's not much to say about this game. Uh, these are bottom feeders. Yep. And that's just the way it goes. Uh, I think the Islanders are f- are barely favorite. I think it's like a negative 120. Yeah. I, I think they're barely favorite. Um, you know, there's not much there. There really isn't. Uh, there's not a whole lot of offense on that team, but there's even less on the Panthers. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Consistent, yeah. The one thing about the Islanders is Barry Trotz is running a a tight ship, and he runs a defense-minded game, which a lot of people think is boring, which it can be uh, when you're watching this, but it works in the system until they run into a team that has a solid three, if not solid four lines that can beat them consistently, which Florida doesn't have. There's there's some crazy stat for uh, for the Islanders that that um, the, out of the games they did win I think they uh, had only scored more than three goals like once but their opponents had scored uh, one yeah. or less yep. uh, uh, like ninety percent of the time yep. something like that um, so I I will take the Islanders in this match for sure um, just based on the defense alone I am gonna go with the upset and I'm going to pick the this will be the first one between the two of us we don't agree on. I'm yeah. going to pick the Florida Panthers in this one, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say they do it in four games. Um, mm. But what do I know? I, I don't know anything about hockey, so let's give this to our expert uh, AJ. Who you got? You got the New York Islanders, uh, and you got the Florida Panthers. Do you need colors of teams, or are you following still? Uh, you know, my wife's an Islander. Yeah, Panthers are going to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to help. <laughs> oh, All right, so moving pa- on. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I think, I think you know, I'm inclined to go with the Islanders because my wife is an Islander. But I couldn't resist making that joke. It's okay, so, so we're, we're, we're going but, with the Islanders? Definitely Islanders Islanders over Panthers. Is his name Panteras? Okay, it would be a little bit okay. different because, you know, check it, check it, check it, check it. Islanders all okay. Let's go on to the last matchup in the East. We have the team that cannot get out of a first round in playoffs in God knows how long. The Toronto Maple Leafs at number eight, who are playing in their home stadium, although it doesn't count because you don't really have the fans there, but it is their own home area. And they're going to face the Columbus Blue Jackets, who had the probably the biggest upset of last year playing the hotter-than-hell Tampa Bay Lightning, and they swept for their first ever playoff series win 
to move on to the next round last year. And this year they were counted out. They had some pieces that were moved. They lost some people, and they were counted out to make the playoffs. And yet here they are as the number nine seed in this qualifying round, and their head-to-head matchup for the year is one and one. So I'm going to go in and say... Man, this is a tough call because Toronto is just filthy with talent. However, I I don't think they have a backbone. They don't have a spine. They play a talented game. But uh, when it comes to playoffs, you have to be physical to move on. And uh, I think Columbus is going to outweigh that a little bit. And their their goalie phenom that came out of nowhere this year, Elvis Merzlikens, um, literally out of nowhere. He was like third on the depth chart to start the season. Now he's their starter. And uh, John Tortorella, what a character. Uh, they, they, he's psychotic, but he gets shit yeah. done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Columbus and the Toronto. I mean, come on. Toronto lost to an emergency backup goaltender who was 42 years old this year. Do you think they're going to beat Columbus in this game? I don't think so. I'm sticking with Columbus. What do you got, Josh? So I'm actually just going to go right with the Leafs. Look. I know that <laughs> I know that I know that the history is terrible and I understand that they are probably outmatched in terms of the aggression that they play with. Uh, the, the Leafs tend to play with a little more finesse than yep. a team like Columbus. Um, but I believe that given this new format that we're going with this year, I think that it takes a little bit of that pressure off actually for a team like this. And I, th- I think this will allow them to fall into their niche for this first round, just for this first set of games against against this team. Um, I think that I think that this young goalie for for the the Jackets has, still has something to prove. Okay. Uh, for me, I, I think this this is going to be more of a big time show for that team than it will be Toronto, uh, and that's what's going to let them get by. I do think it's going to be close. I definitely don't think they're going to sweep like a five game um, series. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be probably the closest five game series out of everybody. But I think I think Toronto will pull it off. All right, let's uh, go into our expert pick here, the Stoner. AJ, who you got? You got Toronto Maple Leafs. You got the Columbus Blue Jackets. I don't put Blue Jackets on my pancakes. Okay. <laughs> maple Leaves all day. You want that crunch plus the maple from the bark? You know what I'm talking about. All right. So Come to on. wrap up the East, we have. AJ with a solid sweep of Montreal over the Pittsburgh Penguins. He has Carolina over the Rangers. He has the New York Islanders over the Florida Panthers. And he's got the Maple Leafs beating the Blue Jackets. So let's move over to the West. Get your guns. Get your six shooters. Let's go. So these games will all be played in Edmonton. And the very first matchup that we're going to go over is the number five seed, the Edmonton Oilers, and good old Connor McDavy Nuts. And they will be facing the Chicago Blackhawks, who are the 12 seed. And we have a season series of the Blackhawks winning 2-1 to one over the Edmonton Oilers. Josh, I'm going to throw it to you first. Yeah, you know, that 2-1 that to one was close. Yep. Um, that, that definitely could have went the other way around. Um, I think the total uh, point differential was it was low. It was like three, two, something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I do, I do think I still have to go with the Oilers though. Um, unfortunately, I think that they're just going to be too much. Um, I think they're too deep still. They're another team that stayed relatively healthy yep. throughout all of this. Um, relatively close together too as well. I know they they. There was another stat where they had been watching uh, something like eight hours of game film on themselves. 
Yeah. Um, which is kind of it's kind of absurd to be doing in a pandemic when you don't even know if you're coming back. True. I think that's a team that stayed focused. So um, yeah, it's it's not even close for me actually. So Edmonton, Edmonton in a clean in a in a sweep. In a sweep. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go. Man, this is tough. I'm. I'm going to say Edmonton's going to edge it out. I think it's going to be more of a four-game series, and it's going to be a close four-game series, only because Chicago has some depth. They have a lot of talent still. I mean, come on. They have they have Patrick Kane. I mean, Patty Kane's one of the filthiest players in the game. They have Jonathan Tate. Some of the best hands. Some of the best hands. Uh, yeah. I mean, they have talent there. They have some young guys up and coming. But I, I probably still go Edmonton here. But I think it's going to be closer. But Chicago's one of those weird teams for me that they could sneak into a couple different rounds depending on their matchup if it's right. But I am going to go Edmonton here. So uh, let's throw it over to our expert, AJ, who you got, the Edmonton Oilers or the Chicago Blackhawks? You know, it's a slippery slope on this one. I'm like, <laughs> my mom loves the Blackhawks. And yeah, I know she does anybody, like them. Yeah, she does. Anybody, anybody who loves a team from Chicago, and they also have a football team from Minnesota. You can't fucking trust them. <laughs> no. Not at all. So we got to go with the Blackhawks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the logic Just kidding. is are, are we going? Are we going Oilers? <laughs> are we going Blackhawks? Oilers. Okay, so we got yeah. to – that's our first sweep of the night that all three of us picked, yeah. the, picked a team. I, I do have to say before we move on, I think this game is the epitome of why I love the – this year for hockey so much because you have a team that's coming in ranked 12 yep. who theoretically shouldn't have made it yep. right if we were to start playoffs but Chicago can very well yes I picked the Oilers for a sweep but Chicago could very well go deep yep they have they have a they have a lot of talent if they, they stay healthy go deep. if they stay healthy yep. they could I that's that's what I brought up all right let's yeah. move on to the next one right here we got the number six Nashville Predators against Oh, oh, oh! The Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> These guys are raising the fucking cup, or they're getting the number one overall pick. There's no Hands in between. Yeah. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this to you first, Josh. You take it. No, we're no. It's the Coyotes. I'm not. We're not even talking about this. I'm not jinxing nothing. I'm just picking the Coyotes, and we're moving on. So, I'm gonna give a little bit not of. Doing it. I'll give a little bit of background here. So, Nashville had their run a couple years ago where they they almost got it. They fell short. Pecorene is getting older. Um, they do still have a shit ton of talent on that team. It just seems like the last couple of years they haven't been able to put it together. And Pecorene in the playoffs is just, he he's a different animal in the regular season. I think he falls off a little bit. The Coyotes, however, have the best, in my opinion, one-two punch tandem in the NHL if both can stay healthy. Their defense, in my opinion, ranks up there with some of the best teams where they fall short and they could make it through this round with ease in my opinion but where they fall short in a deep run is they don't have the physicality they're a small team they're yeah. a finesse team and the problem has been consistency in goal scoring but if they could figure out goal scoring this they're a dangerous team with a lot of unknown dangerous talent and a lot of known dangerous talent so uh i'm picking the coyotes i'm saying it's either a clean sweep or it's a three to one but I'm going Coyotes, so let's throw it over to our expert over there who's just chomping at the bit to go with either the Predators or the Coyotes. Who you got? You know, I've wanted a plasma gun all my life. <laughs> so I think I'm going to have to go with the Predators. Okay. Oh, Jesus. You're lucky you live in Vegas. Oh, man. 
All right, let's move on to the next one. We have um, the number seven seed Vancouver Canucks, a bit of a surprise this year, uh, against also another surprise, one of the teams that started off horrendously and Mm -hmm. just has... They are they were the bane of the existence of the Coyotes this year, but we have the Vancouver Canucks at seven against the Minnesota Wild at ten. The season series Minnesota owns it two to one. Uh, I'm gonna hop in here. Um, I think the layoff hurts Minnesota. They're an older team. Yep. It's gonna be hard to get up and go. Uh, Vancouver young. They're young guns. Um, their goaltending's been fantastic. Uh, Quinn Hughes on the back end. It was supposed to be Kale McCarr's year as as rookie of the year, hands down. If not even maybe a Norris Trophy winner, probably not because he's a little bit young. And Quinn Hughes has come in and light up this league tremendously. The kid is a fantastic talent. They also have a, a, a tremendous talent up front. The Elias or Elias. Peterson, Peterson, however yeah. you say it, this kid is some of the silkiest mitts, silkiest skates. His shots are just—they're so buttery smooth. Um, I, I think it's Vancouver in a sweep. What do you got? See, I think I think this I think this whole layoff in this format actually hurts a team like Vancouver because I think having all those games that they've missed would have helped season some of those guys. Um, it would have helped solidify that teamwork that they need to get into the playoffs. Um, and then with a team like Minnesota, I actually think it helps them because I think it gives them a chance to stay healthy and recoup. Um, I think they'll come in fresh. I don't think they'll come in tired at all. I, I think Minnesota squeaks by in this first round, all right. actually. I, I like I really it. Do. I, I think their defense will hold up well, just enough. I like it. Well, we got it. We got a torn set of one-to-one here, so let's throw it to our expert. Um, so we got the Vancouver Canucks, AJ, and we have the Minnesota Wild. Who you got? I'm sorry. Are we still talking about this? Uh <laughs> What the hell we got going on here? We got the Canucks. Who the fuck names a fucking team the Canucks? You fucking Canucks. We're going to go Minnesota Wild all day just because my family's from there, and I'm wild as fuck, baby. Let's get this over with. Next team, let's go. All right, last matchup. Here we go. Let's get it. Let's get a speed round. We'll make it quick. We got the uh, Calgary Flames at number eight. We got the Winnipeg Jets at number nine. Season series. They only played once. They were supposed to have, uh, I believe, three more games together, yes. and they missed them. So the season series is Winnipeg Jets one to nothing. Uh I'm going to take this over. Calgary has too much talent. They have too much physicality. Uh, Winnipeg, they have talent. They do have physicality. I just, I think they've fluttered, and I, they were actually one of my picks to make a deep run last year and at the beginning of this year, and I just don't see it. Um, you got a team like Calgary, and you got a kid like Matthew Kachuk who throws his body around, who's kind of like a reckless animal, but can also put the puck in the net. I think this is a sweep. Calgary Flames 3-0. Calgary makes it to the Stanley Cup. Oh, you heard it here first from our non-expert opinion. So let's go over to our expert opinion right fucking meow. Who you got, AJ? You got the Calgary Flames. Yeah, that's probably what you're going with, Flamer. And then you got the Winnipeg Jets. Um, Calgary sounds like Calvary. And uh, people on horses with swords are very intimidating. And horses are intimidating as it is. You got those fucking eyes looking everywhere. And you're like, what the hell? Pick a fucking side. Are you going to look at me this way or that way? And then Winnipeg. Is that in China? Where the fuck is Winnipeg? I don't know where the fuck it's that's in Man- at. Manitoba. You know, let's, you know, I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a coin flip in this one because both of them are are fucking me up right now. Uh shit, that is tails. And who do I have for tails? Panthers. Oh, fuck that's Panthers. in the east. 
this is all right. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go with the Flames. Calgary Flames. You know what? Who cares? Right. I'll be scared of shit of horses. But all right. Yeah, so no. quick recap: in the West, we have AJ's expert picks: Edmonton, and then we have Nashville, and we have Minnesota, and we have Calgary. In the East, we have Montreal, we have Carolina, we have the New York Islanders, we have the Toronto Maple Leafs. Those are AJ's experts picks expert picks my apologies we will keep you posted and we will keep this round to round as it moves on that's going to wrap up our sports segment um let's move on uh but kind of keeping it sports themes we're going to get a little bit of arguing going on we're going to compile another top five list but we're going to go over the backyard summer games and uh let's figure out a top five uh aj i'm going to throw it to you first since you've been so quiet wondering about who you were going to pick in hockey you know, um, sitting here listening to you guys talk about hockey, I've been scratching my balls a lot and thinking about balls and the way they like shape. There's this game called ladder ball, and it's one of my like favorite games to play in backyards, and it can especially be very competitive. And I definitely got to put ladder ball on there. It's a great backyard game for the uh, summer. I like it. What do you got, Josh? Ladder. Hold on, ladder ball. Is that the one where you take the the balls on the rope and you throw yes. it? Yes. Uh, on yeah, the three yeah, rungs, like the one, tubes. two, three, yeah. tubes. Okay, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can go with that. Um, yeah, look, it's got to be lawn darts, dude. Like, oh, hands down. Real lawn darts. The, one of the most deadliest games to ever be put yeah. into any nine-year-old's hands. Um, and they're amazing. You're talking about this six-inch massive piece of metal that you get to throw across your lawn. Not at other people. Wink, wink. Yeah. Watch Come out, on. son! <laughs> Come on, yeah, right. that's like the it's like the ultimate dad get back. Like, oh, babe, sorry, I didn't mean to hit him in the leg. Right. He just ran across the yard. No. I'm gonna Come throw. On. I'm gonna throw croquet. Whoa, whoa, holy shit! Oh man, my bad. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go croquet. I just think we played a lot of it actually during the quarantine with the in-laws. So I'm gonna go with croquet. Okay. Um, any, anybody else I, got anything? I can kind of dig it. It's it's a little old manish, you know. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's it's a little definitely a little grandma ish, but that, I could see you doing that with your uh, your khaki pants and your your button down shirt. Yeah. I don't right. I don't fuck around with croquet. I get going right. and I leave people in the dust. Uh, okay. It, it, it's period. What what uh, uh, what else you guys got? The the, the number one. I'm, I hate to break it to you, but it's it, the next one's got to be horseshoes. Horseshoes yeah. number one. Oh, yeah. man, you took it right out of my mouth. Right, horseshoes, see, baby. come on, it's mm-hmm. gotta be. It's it's gotta have horseshoes. Yeah, because and that's that's another game where you were talking about the lawn darts. Like, fuck, you ain't looking at that horseshoe coming. It's sailing. You got somebody who doesn't know how to throw it and just woof woof woof. What's that? Clang. Right. And just oh, lights out. Uh, well, okay. If we're gonna contend with number one, I, I'm surprised. I thought it was something else that was coming out of your mouth there, Josh. Oh, I knew. Uh, cornhole. Cornhole. See, cornhole is a more recent game, though. I mean, uh, and and I don't think I don't think it's got the longevity to take that number one spot. Yes, it's fun. Okay. It's enjoyable, but for me, I feel like there's nothing better than that clang of you know just wrapping that pole all right um so we have five right now we have ladder ball we have lawn darts we have croquet we have horseshoes and we have cornhole is there anything else to contend to knock some of these out now are we going to include any like normal like sports 
you know, like like oh, let's toss a pigskin no. around or let's play basketball or no. should we keep that out where it's like game specifically? No. Like it's got you be, would yeah. play yeah. in the backyard, no. you know, not away from the yeah, sports. away from yeah. sports. Uh, you know, weird sports things you're gonna play like maybe uh, now see in the desert it doesn't work, but when you get like Midwest, you get some grass, you get some hills, uh, you got bocce ball. Yeah, Meh. that's an old school but, one. That's that's that. I think croquet out, outweighs that. All right, well fuck me then. That, Anything definitely. else? Definitely shuffleboard. Mm. I remember playing shuffleboard mm. a little bit as a kid. Okay, but outside of that, I, th- I think we're pretty solid with what we got. To be honest, with you. I think this was a quick one, fellas. All right, yeah. so I really do. Thanks All right, so well too. let's let's rank them then. We have ladder ball, we have lawn darts, we have croquet, we have horseshoes, and we have cornhole. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, me personally, I say ladder ball five. Yeah. Same, I'm gonna yeah. say. Oof. I'm gonna say croquet four. Cornhole okay. three, lawn darts two, and horseshoes number one. Yeah, you could you could swap lawn darts to. I just like the danger to, of it, but and so I like it to be high up on that list because when you're talking lawn darts, yeah. you're talking it's getting stuck in a hand, a leg, you might get yeah. it in your neck, and when you have that level of fear, it just enhances the game a little bit more. Absolutely. So I, I don't think it can. I don't think it could oust horseshoes because that's such an old school game and it's so fun. But yeah. I mean, you could put lawn darts at five, but I think the fear drives it up to like two, maybe three. Yeah, the risk, the risk factor. Yeah, it, it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. All right, boys. So, well, that's another. Uh, that was quick. That, Easy. That was like that it. was really successful. So uh, that does it for our topics. We're going to wrap it up here with uh, a little bit of dad life over the next week. Is there anything you guys are looking forward to in this upcoming week? What do you got, AJ? Uh, not too much going on. Uh, trying to get together this campaign for the Dungeons and Dragons thing I was trying to do, and just trying to write more of my book. Um, I mean, yeah, I've been wanting to get more, like, back into the UFC, and I want to watch, like, uh, some more fights and stuff, and I want to watch, it's hard to, it's hard to afford the, like, pay-per-view fights, because it's, like, fucking 60 bucks, and that's such a chunk of change, but for, like, $5.99 a month, and you get the the fight nights, you still get some good fights out of those, so I was thinking about, like, starting and watching the fight nights, and really expanding my knowledge uh, and, and like love of the fighting and of the grown men sweating on each other, beating the piss out of each other, grunting, grabbing God each damn. other. God Absolutely. damn! I'm I'm excited to see how this fight island plays out. Yeah, I'm right there with you. What do you yeah. What do you got upcoming, Josh? Um, actually, so softball's back in full swing. Um, but I think the the thing that I'm most excited about is that I'm currently trying to teach myself how to play guitar, so I can teach my daughter how to play guitar nice yeah grayson's gonna be good at that i don't know Cali, Callie's picking up on him pretty good <laughs> Callie's pick, we're, we're, we're that. yeah as, as far as i go um i'm kind of in the same boat as you not the guitar because i'm not that skilled in the string instruments but uh obviously softball started uh, you and i are not in the same division because i'm not of that caliber i barely squeak out a d-ball so um, but softball started last night. I'm looking forward to it. We got some new jerseys this year on our team. They're different. They're flamboyant. They're bright. I love them. Um, so we got that going. My son's got uh, swim lessons over the next couple of weeks. He's got his normal jujitsu and kickboxing stuff. 
uh, obviously on a week-to-week basis of Summer and I uh, with her being pregnant and going over what's happening this week with the baby on the inside and how big it's getting that's fun stuff so um, yeah I'm just looking forward to that and then of course uh, <laughs> looking forward to, to the next episode already and keeping this thing rolling absolutely I, I, I yeah, love it goddamn I love right it, boys. boys so let's give a couple quick plugs here uh, we are dads on Dayquil you can get this obviously if you're listening on Podbean the app or the website you can get it on iTunes the uh, podcast for iTunes we have some handles here uh, I got the Twitter handle and that is at at D Dayquil, nice, nice, nice. That's at D Dayquil on Twitter. Um, Josh, you got the Instagram handle. What's that? I do the Instagram handle is Dads on Dayquil. Excellent and simple and easy. AJ, we got a TikTok. What you got? Uh, the TikTok is going to be uh, Dads on Dayquil, uh, all one word: D A D S O N D A Y Q U I L L. Beautiful. So follow those pages uh, on Instagram or Twitter. Give us some comments. Give us some likes. Podbean, iTunes, review us, rate us if you like us. Review us yeah. if you don't Let like us. Let us know we need to change. You know, give, us, give us some feedback. Maybe we can insert some uh, some question segments. If For you dads, you moms, it doesn't matter. Whoever's listening, give us some questions. Maybe we can, we can create some topics and cover it. Um, but once again, this is episode two of Dads on Dayquil. We enjoyed it. We hope you enjoy it. And we look forward to seeing you guys again soon. Dads out. Peace out, guys. All right. Later. Hey, Jordan. So I thought of a quote the other day okay. for you specifically, uh, you know, with the new baby coming up. You don't you don't need drugs when you have a baby. You're awake. You're paranoid. You smell bad. It's just the same thing. <laughs> Dated a basis, baby. <laughs> I love it. I love it.